Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Welcome back to the Final Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, John. With me, as always, again, we got Josh. How you doing, pal? Good, John. Good to see you. Good. <laughs> We've got Alex. How you doing, pal? How you doing, John? I'm good. I'm doing great. Doing great, guys. Doing great. Uh, guys, it's John, fun. you're looking a little unwell. Are you okay? I am. You look like you got a, I'm a draft fever. Oh, I've got a raging case of draft fever. Or here. COVID, maybe. Uh, it might be both of those. Um, we'll, we'll have to find out, but I'm pretty sure right now it's draft fever. I'm getting tested later on. It could be a com- combination of both, which is very dangerous. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, uh, it's it's draft time. It's a, it's a draft. It's Christmas time in Kansas. Christmas in Kansas. Uh, you mean Kansas City? Well, no, Kansas where they go. Oh, when they it's go where they the dream home. to go, you know. When they where they dream of going when they're drafted. Uh, yeah, guys. Well, I guess if you're listening to this, it will be the day of the draft. Currently, or the day before the draft. You know what? Let's just you know leave that. They don't need to know that. Our beautiful audience who I'm looking at right now, which is just a computer. Um, but yeah, guys, it's the draft. It's the draft time, baby. Uh, we talked a little bit about the draft on our last episode. Um, last episode was a little listless, just because, you know, there's only so many things to talk about. Uh, but this week... I thought it, last week was rather peppy. It was. There was some pep in our step. I would say there's some pep. Great words. It is, really. It is. What, listless? Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you so much for that. It was a word of the day calendar. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, we talked a little bit about the draft uh, last week. Um, today we're going to get a little bit more in-depth with uh, some players. You know, we're not going to go crazy with it. Sticking mostly with offense. Um, and then I'm going to kind of post to you guys after we're done where you think the best landing spots are. Some of these guys we know where they're going to go. Um, but some of them we really don't. We really don't. Uh, we have no idea. Uh, we've got our ideas about quarterbacks. Some we do. To. And some... We don't. We have no idea. You know, maybe Houston doesn't draft a quarterback. Maybe they don't like him. Maybe they wait until next year and lose a bunch of games and get Caleb Williams or something from USC. Who knows? Maybe they take an edge rusher. We don't know. Um, but guys, yeah, we'll we'll get started uh, here. Now it's the draft, and a lot of players are going to get taken. A buttload, like two hundred and some players are drafted, and mm-hmm. for the most part, they're usually generally shit. You know, they're. Scrubs. They're generally not very Trash. good. And it's, you know, it's tough because it is, I mean, for the most part, yeah, you see all these guys getting taken the first round, how many times we've seen guys getting taken the first round, and then they just, you know, turn into busts, mm-hmm. as it were. They don't get their busts <clears throat> in Canton. Yeah. They're draft busts. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they, gotcha. They gotcha. didn't achieve the dream. Gotcha. Uh, Christmas is canceled for them in Canton. <laughs> it sure is. Well, the last few seasons, quarterbacks have been uh, king of the first overall pick, uh, Joe Burrow and... 2020, Trevor Lawrence in 2021, Kenny Pickett last year, jury's still out on OKP, uh, wasn't the best uh, start to a career, but hey, it's just one season, you never know. Um, this year, I don't think will be any different, I think we know that, uh, Carolina making the trade with Chicago to move up to number one overall pick. Um, I'm going to start with my guy, who I think will be the number one pick, and that is CJ Stroud. I'm, I, I think it's going to be him. Now, I'll start with like Bryce Young, obviously super talented. Great, great quarterback, just a little undersized. You know, he can move, but like, do you think that he's going to go to a team where they're going to let him really use use his legs? I mean, I think he can scramble. I think he can get outside, but 5'10", 204. I don't like that thing where it's like, oh, you know, can't see over his offensive line. He's played football his entire life. He'll be fine. Uh, 
uh, in the NFL, yeah, you're probably gonna have some more batted balls than you do in college, but like, you're fine. Um, but yeah, 5'10", 204, little undersized. That's why I think CJ Stroud's just the safe pick at this point. 6'3", 214, um, had, you know, had an amazing season uh, in his last year in Ohio State, and the guys he's throwing to. That's another part for me that, that really helps. I mean, you look at the dudes he was throwing to. Um, last year, you got Olave, who was drafted last year, Garrett Wilson, this year, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, tons, and all, all these dudes. I mean, you're looking at Garrett Wilson and uh, Olave from last year, both looking like they're going to be potential stars in the league. Jackson Smith uh, and Jigba clearly going to be a first-round pick this year. I just, I don't know. I just like, I just like him a lot as this, just the safer pick. You know, he's got the legs, he's got the arm and, you know, it's Carolina, you know, you're going to be bad for a while. I think the two teams at the top are going to be getting a lot of draft capital over the next few years. So I think Mm -hmm. you can build around them, but um, yeah, I don't know. That's just what, for me, I think, you know, there's a lot of room for, for growth for CJ Stroud, but there's a ton of potential there too. Um, stands tall in the pocket. He's my guy. I think he, if I were drafting, if I were the top team, if I were Carolina, this would be the guy I'd go after. Counterpoint? Um, you know, I think that there is a higher chance now. I still probably wouldn't bet on it, but that um, maybe Carolina or a team very close up top skips one of the top two and goes with Richardson because I think that he has. Uh, so much potential yes, upside. and upside, Agreed. and with the way that the NFL has been played now, and the way offenses go, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you know, I, it's hard to say if somebody's going to pull the trigger. I could see what you're talking about, Bryce Young falling a little bit, like outside of maybe the top couple picks, um, which would be weird because he had such a great career in college. But uh, I could, I wouldn't be surprised if Richardson gets <clears throat> makes the leapfrog. You're thinking of Richardson. You're thinking Richardson. I think you could, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, no, I I think Stroud was, I think, consensus the the number one pick a couple weeks ago. I've seen kind of some some rumblings that he's moving down. Well, I thought the consensus number one was still Bryce Young. Well, I think he is the consensus one, but I think a lot of people are starting to like... Like starting to like, I mean, the closer you get to the draft, you're going to hear a lot of different content yeah, changes, which is exactly yeah. what we're doing right now. Start to make those changes because, like, three weeks ago, for a month ago, I've been like, Yeah, Bryce Young's the and the one. size thing always happens to guys like him in the yeah. draft, where like, yeah, you, no matter it starts whispering and then you lose a couple positions. Yeah, and, well, I mean, Kenny Pickett had those, it's not know, the necessarily small fair, hands, the small hands thing last year, and and but he went to the right spot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, these guys are both of them are going to go, they're going to go one, two. Regardless, I mean, unless Houston does some really bonkers thing and like what I just said, and they just decide to skip quarterback and come at it next year. Yeah. With that being said, it's going to be Will Levis. Will Levis. <laughs> well, there has been some rumblings that Will Levis is moving up draft boards. Yeah, there was like a Reddit too. post or something yeah. that like so bets on him in Vegas have like shot up. Uh, that like there was some Reddit post claiming he's telling his friends and family that he's going to be in Carolina, which that would be crazy if you yeah. skip to me the top three quarterbacks. Of Young, Stroud, and Richardson for Levis. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't see it. For me, Will Levis, if he does go number one overall, Carolina is going to be drafting a quarterback again very, very soon. I, I'm not saying he's bad. He's not bad, um, but compared to all of the other core, I mean, like if you're going to take a shot, take a shot on Hendon Hooker, man. Like take a shot on a dude who actually has shown some talent. Plays for Kentucky, you know, so you're playing some really good SEC teams, but and had a great combine and pro day, but you're playing, you're throwing against air. 
Why would you trade up get that trade like get that pick from the Bears if you didn't already have a guy that was securely the one you wanted yeah. to pick at number one? And I'm sorry, it wouldn't have been Levis. No, it's not well. And but I mean, if it, you know, stranger <clears throat> things have happened. But for me, well, Levis, well, Levis, 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 whatever his name Levi's. is. Levi's. Um, yeah, great combine, great pro day. Those things are fine. They're also completely, you know, kind of bullshit environments where you're just chucking balls to wide receivers with no coverage against air. Yeah. So, like, yeah, sure, you, anyone can throw a pretty ball against nothing. Well, I mean, I couldn't, but, um, but his weaknesses far away his strength. He, he turns the ball over a lot. He holds the ball way too long, takes really bad sacks, um, and just bad decisions. So, like, I've actually gone through and watched some tape on these guys. I don't know if you guys went as crazy as I did, but... Um, this afternoon I just, you know, had some tape on because Kentucky's not really a team that I get to see play a lot, uh, where we're at. Um, he's big, he's a big dude. He's got a big, strong arm. Um, you know, for me, it's watching him. I don't even think he should be first round worthy. I think he's, you know, second, third round for me. I just don't think he's that good. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're six, four and you got a cannon for an arm, your teams are going to look at you. I mean, Josh Allen was the one last time. Do I think that? Will Levis has any of the kind of intangible things that Josh Allen had when he was coming out of the draft. And I I, I probably talked shit about Josh Allen, too. Oh, no. I thought Josh Allen was a bad pick. Yeah. And he's made fools of us all. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at that draft and look at how everyone is doing, Mayfield and Josh Rosen and who else was Tua in that Sam draft, Darnold. too? Darnold. No, Tua was after. Yeah, was he after? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're, everyone else from that draft class is gone. I mean, is there anybody left who hasn't well, been on Darnold the Well, Darnold and Mayfield Jackson? are still Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. That. Um, and see now you're like Lamar Jackson should have gone much much higher. He was the last pick in the first round. Um, yeah, Josh Rosen went nine and was put in a terrible situation. But for me, well, Levin, this is like this is like Paxton Lynch like all over again. Twenty twenty two did complete sixty five percent of his passes, twenty four hundred yards, nineteen touchdowns to ten picks. Um, did skip the bowl game uh, to get ready for the draft. Um, yeah, I mean, I think to me the most likely outcome is Stroud and. Young going one and two somewhere, I mean, in some order or some fashion, yeah. to the Texans. But I think what I follow up on Alex's point, what's going to be interesting to me is seeing where uh, Richardson goes because, you know, if he can wind up in a place like Tampa Bay or something where they don't immediately have to start him. Who? Um, Richardson. Richardson. I mean, if he falls far enough. Well, I mean, he may have to immediately start in Tampa Bay <laughs> unless they're cool Mayfield. rolling with old Mayfield. And if they do start with Mayfield, He's not gonna. He's, maybe he's not gonna start the entire season. Like, let's let's no, get no, real no. here. But like, you know, Carolina and and Houston. I don't know. Houston maybe not so much. But Carolina has to start whoever they draft. Yeah. First. I mean that that's just the reality. And Houston, it. Houston does too. But it, with Richardson's, you know, accuracy issues, if they could, you know, let him progress on that, I think that'd be the best possible outcome for him. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes too. Yeah, it's it, this one is weird because. Uh, yeah, Levis again, big arm, can throw the ball deep. You know, you know, can throw a rocket, but the interceptions are a problem, and he needs to get the ball out faster. So we'll see. If, you know, once he goes to the NFL, wherever he goes, if they can kind of get that out of him. But uh, Richardson, what about his intangibles, uh, his intangibles uh, probably yeah, real high motor. Um, you know, just really solid. You know, like where he's going. Continue, continue. Um, Anthony Richardson, uh, probably my, you know, Hendon Hooker, I think, is my guy. I think he's the one I like the most, and I think he is going to get probably in the best scenario because he is going to go late first round or early second round. So you can imagine him going somewhere 
to a team where he doesn't immediately have to start. So, but but Richardson probably my second favorite. Um, four four forty, uh, big dude, six four two forty four. Um, great workout uh, at the combine. Uh, <clears throat> you know the fast forty, powerful army showed off. Um, you know the start of the season really really good. Uh, for the Gators, uh, beat Utah early in that season. Um, then came out against Will Levis's Kentucky and was absolutely horrid. Um, <clears throat> really bad interception. Not a great so. team though, Florida. Not a great yeah, offense. not great at all. Um, did rebound, um, but completed fifty four percent of his passes, which Josh you alluded to earlier. Does need to clean that up. Uh, Twenty five hundred yards, seventeen touchdowns uh, to nine picks. Uh, another s- almost seven hundred yards on the ground with another nine rushing touchdowns. Um, yeah, you see Richardson, like, maybe he should have gone back for another year in Florida. Like, maybe he should have stayed for another season uh, just to clean up some of that stuff. Really inaccurate. But, man, like, speaking of the intangibles thing, which is such a bullshit word, but, I mean, we're football fans, so we've heard it 10,000 times. But um, I think he'll go high first round because um, there's going to be a, there's a lot of quarterback desperate teams in the top, Indy being the one that's looking most likely for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like him a lot. Um, he's, he, he reminds me a lot of a guy that we just brought up. He has a lot of Josh Allen type things, which I mean, Josh Allen wasn't the most accurate in college. Um, probably Richardson's more physically talented than Josh Allen. Um, I think that that's, that's easy to say, but, um, yeah, great skill set, but we'll see. We'll see where he goes. Any thoughts on, on Richardson, guys? Do you think he's going to drop, or do you think he goes? I mean, Alex obviously does. but uh, Well, but I could see it either way. Yeah. I mean, I could see him getting leapfrogging one of those two guys in, like, the top three, or yeah. I could see him falling to the middle first round. Yeah. Well, it's just one of those things, you know, where where you look at Bryce Young, who has the that great short pass accuracy and can work with, like, the level scheme. Richardson... Yeah really hasn't shown that um he has a cannon he's fast he's big you know so he can take and absorb hits on the run but um kind of can't yeah cam newtony josh allen-y like in that in that regard um it's just that the routine throws that he needs to get better at but again you know it's it think it'd be better if he goes to a team where he can sit for a year i just don't think that's going to happen yeah, yeah, I see him going early and, and probably. But I mean, if he goes to a bad team that needs him to start immediately, like yeah. he's still learning. I yeah, mean, you know, they're not going to expect him to win ten games in Houston or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think top ten is most likely either either the Texans or I think the Raiders is the weekly possible bet, or it'll just be interesting to see kind of where he ends up going. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see what what happens, and obviously we could say that for every single. Every it also single occurs to me looking at this mock draft here that Houston has a second pick at number twelve. Yeah, so they could conceivably uh, pick a not quarterback in top two, and if somebody falls to twelve, which yeah. is certainly possible. Um, well, that's I mean honestly for me because I was talking about it uh, with with someone uh, a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, man, if you get. You know, if you get, you know, Houston having that pick, if you take a guy like Anthony Richardson or even a Bryce Young, you get the 12th pick. I mean, if Bijan Robinson's sitting there, I mean, I mean, why not? You know, get a guy in the backfield to take some pressure off of a dude like any of these teams with another high pick. Like, why not just, you know, snag a dude like that? I mean, but they need wide receiver help. These teams Houston are, needs so Yeah, these teams, teams are bad. Like, they're bad, bad, bad. Um, offensive lines are terrible, you know. So it's like there's a lot of things that these two – 
well, whoever the two guys going in the top are going to need some help with. Um, Bryce Young, we haven't, uh, we've alluded to him, but we haven't really gotten around to Bryce Young other than the fact that he's short. Um, <clears throat> Bryce Young, Bryce Young, probably the most talented of everyone going. Definitely going to be a top five pick. That's a known. Uh, could be one, you know, could be two, three, four, hell, even five. Um, great. Most accomplished. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, he's the most, yeah, definitely the most advanced as far as a passer is concerned. Um, great instincts. So, like, Alabama is a team that you get to you get to watch play a lot here because they're playing a lot of primetime games. But um, he knows where all of his receivers are, you know, and that's important for, obviously, for a passer, and especially a smaller guy like him. Yeah, and the NFL, the NFL's hard. Like, the NFL's not easy. It's a challenging environment to play football in. Not that the SEC or college isn't, but it's definitely more challenging than college or the SEC. Um, but, you know, having that ability and that awareness to know where your checkdowns are, know where your wide receivers are, and that's, he's the best one of all of these guys at this. Tight windows, he can beat good coverage, uh, great timing, um, and hitting his receivers on the run and getting up those yak yards that you love to see. He's very, very good at that. Um, a lot of these other guys, I think, do lack some of his confidence to throw into tight windows too. I don't think that a lot of them have that level of confidence that he has. And when you win it, when you win that many games at that kind of level with Alabama, I think that kind of comes with that. Um, you know, that's that's what I said earlier about the accuracy working on levels. I think he's going to be really, really great at that. Doesn't have the big arm that these other guys do. Um, also, I love everything I read. Like when you're reading like bios and like you know prospects about players, they always now Josh Allen is like the guy that they if they, even if they're not comparing a guy to him, Josh Allen's still a guy. It's like it's like <laughs> he has a Josh Allen type arm, and then Bryce and it's like, well, he doesn't exactly have a Josh Allen type arm. I'm like yeah. I'm like you couldn't think of anybody else that maybe he does have an arm like. Um, but yeah, he's short. He does see the field well. Like we said, he's gonna see more batted balls. It's happened to Kyler Murray. It happens yeah. to Drew It just happens. But he's played the game for a very, very long time. Uh, you know, calling a five ten quarter. It's like they think he's like stupid. It's like yeah. he gets to the NFL and all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're so my linemen are so big. I'm like, yeah, they're big in college too. Like yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this his size is the only thing. His size is the only only real knock on him. Um, and yeah, if he were six one, like easy easy first-round pick. That's why I think Stroud might go, but again, who knows? I could be absolutely completely wrong. No quarterbacks are taken in the first round at all, and the draft doesn't happen because it's boring, and then they just... The NFL just decides to stop. Yeah, they, yeah, they, just, they just don't play anymore. No, you know what? We're done. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, so this kid, yeah, he took over for Alabama in 2021, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, and turned out to be better probably than Tua or Jones or whoever the hell else came before him. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are comparing him to Kyler Murray, and I think I know the reason for that. Um, uh, but yeah, his 2021 stats when he won the Heisman, 67%, 4,800 yards, 47 touchdowns to seven picks. Um, yeah, won the Heisman, did lose in the national championship to Georgia that year, I believe. Yeah. Has Georgia won two in a row now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, still, the the numbers are there. He's going to go one or two. I think he's going to go one or two. Like, it has to go. And I think he'll be fine. Unless, of course, you know, the two terrible uh, teams. I honestly think he'll go number one. I mean, I know that. Yeah. I'm and, positing Richardson maybe going yeah. that, but I think yeah, we'll go one. But I, there's more There's more of a possibility this year of not knowing what's going to happen at yeah. one. I feel like the last couple of years it's been pretty locked down. Yeah. and Well, I mean, like I said, that's why we that's why we sit around and talk about it for a long period of time. Oh, that's why we do it. It is. Well, I've got one more name for you. Um, Hendon Hooker. Brought him up earlier. This dude, 
man. That Beat Bryce Young. That injury. He did. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, his 2022 season before that injury was going very, 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 very well. Um, 70% of his passes uh, during the 2022 campaign. 3,100 yards, 27 touchdowns, two interceptions. Fantastic. Um, also around 450 yards on the ground and added another five touchdowns. Um, did tear his ACL in the second to last game of the regular season. Um, and this could cost him all of his rookie season, um, if not definitely a chunk of it. And I think that's why he will fall. Um, I don't know, man. I just He's, you know, not the fastest, 4740, but the dude doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, his first year in Tennessee, did start his career at Virginia Tech. Um, but uh, first year at Tennessee, 2,900 yards, 31 touchdowns, only three interceptions. Of course, last year, only two. The dude doesn't turn the ball over. Um, absolutely fantastic. 68% in 2021, 70% in 2022. Um, I think he had another, I don't know how many rushing yards he had in his, in his uh, first year 2021 campaign. Um in uh, Tennessee, but I think it was a lot. It was around the same as, as last year. Um, actually, we can look that up. Uh, no, it was more. Yeah, 616 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really like this dude. I I just think a team's going to get really, really lucky and and uh, be very, very happy uh, with this kid. Yeah. I mean, there is still... He's probably not going to go in the first round because of the yeah. injury and his age. I mean, I can, yeah, he is 25 years yeah. old, so he's, yeah, about the same age. Yeah, Justin Herbert and him are the same age now, mm-hmm. but it could happen late. But I, I think he's got a lot of talent. Yeah. yeah, the kid, I think, personally for me, he's my favorite of every of anyone. The injury hurt, you know, his, his draft stock, and that's really it. I mean, I if he doesn't get hurt and you, you know wonder, you know, what they could have done the, with the rest of the season, Especially how he played against, you know, you know, he played great against Florida, great against LSU, great against Alabama. Um, the Alabama game might be one of the greatest college football finishes, maybe of all time. Uh, that was a fun, fun, fun game. Um, field vision and reading defenses is a little bit iffy for him, and that's—I mean—it's just so little to talk about bad. Um, but you know, he's a pocket passer, so you know. Just shining up some of those edges and getting over that 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 injury, and I think this kid is going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, who's the guy who went five? Was like Desmond Ritter last year? Did he go five last year? I don't know who went five. Yeah, where did Desmond Ritter go? Yeah, what, whatever. What team did he go to? Over what spot? What spot? I don't, I don't was he a first round pick? I, I, I didn't think he was that high. Like, could be yeah, done. no, he had to have gone way later than that. You're, you, yeah, you're right. I believe. Um, well, regardless, because uh, we didn't even. Talk about him before the draft. Yeah, because, well, I mean, he was picked in the third round, seventy fourth uh, Third round. Okay. Who were the quarterbacks? Who were the big quarterbacks last year? Who were the quarterbacks last year? Um, <laughs> well, this, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett, <laughs> Malik Pickett. Willis. Yeah, it wasn't a big quarterback. Yeah, because Malik Willis went late. He so Kenny his... Pickett was the first quarterback. Yeah, team? and I think that was it. Yeah, he was the only first rounder because Malik Willis went later. Because there was some talk about Malik Willis being uh, near the top there, but now he's on the outs in Tennessee. They didn't really give him any time to do anything whatsoever. Uh, It's cool on that one. Uh, But guys, uh, that'll round up the quarterbacks. Was there anyone else you guys wanted to bring up? Was there any other uh, other thoughts? Any other... uh, Oh, actually, no. I want to see you guys. Josh, uh, for these guys, uh, I'm going to leave the top two guys out of it. Stroud and Young, because I think we know where they're going to go. But... 
what do you think is the best landing spot? And I know you said something about yeah. Tampa Bay for, for Anthony Richardson. So uh, what do you think the best landing spot for a guy like Will Levis or Hendon Hooker is? Um, Hooker, so, so a place like Minnesota for a guy like Hooker would be really interesting to me. Um, it, it, obviously, Minnesota needs to start playing for the post. Kirk Cousins, Cousins era, and I, I don't think he'll hang you know be around long enough for Minnesota to pick him up in the second, maybe the third round. But if he is, I think Minnesota would be smart to do it, um, and you know have him sit out a year while Cousins finishes out his career, um, and it would be a great great spot for him. Uh, the talent they have uh, in Minnesota. Um, so I yeah I guess that would be my answer on Hooker you know uh, Richardson you know I mentioned just sort of the same deal a place where he doesn't have to start week one um, and then work on you know regrouping and developing his accuracy um, mm-hmm. so like Tampa Bay would be a, a good fit for him um, other than that though. Uh, Las Vegas would, would maybe make some sense too. Yeah, the Raiders have been. There's been some talk about possibly Hendon Hooker going to the Raiders too. Yeah, so. but they may be happy with with Ryan and with uh, Jimmy G for for a while. Um, you know, just waiting up until you know next year to see what, what's available at quarterback. But yeah, I, I think those are two likely landing. Well, I don't know about likely, but I think they would be good landing spots for for both of them. Yeah, my my guess is. Assuming Young and Stroud go one and two some way or the other, uh, would be Levis to Indy and then um, Richardson to Vegas. Richardson to Vegas. All right, boys. Well, this is why we do it. This is why we do it. This is why we do it. What? All right, guys. We've got a couple of running backs uh, that we're gonna we're gonna talk about here for a minute. Running backs. This is where you make your fancy fucking money. Well, you have for a while anyway. Uh, probably the best offensive prospect overall um, this year, Bijan Robinson. We got to talk about him. Uh, Bijan Robinson in twenty twenty two was spectacular. Uh, Six point one yards per carry, fifteen hundred yards, eighteen touchdowns. Uh, not the best in the passing game though. Not the best uh, pass catcher. Only nineteen receptions, three hundred fourteen yards, and two scores. Um, probably, I mean, I might go as far as saying that he might be the best player in the draft this year as far as just pure talent's concerned. I think he's the best running back prospect probably since Taylor. Oh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For him, I was like, which one? Chester Taylor from <laughs> years gone by. Fred Taylor of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Any Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, so it's, it's superstar potential. Where does he go, though? So that's the thing. Everyone, like I said, uh, the Houston pick at 12. So top 16, probably for B. John Robinson, um, is where I imagine he's going to go. He's, he's going to be a first-round pick. I don't think there's any way out of that. Oh, pick. yeah, I do. Um, yeah, and, and a lot of teams of late have actually come out that a lot of teams in the league right now are grading him higher than some recent top five running back process. Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, like guys coming out of the draft who were very, very highly rated and very, very highly drafted. Um it's a very, very unique skill set that this dude has. Um, and he's a good receiver. He just didn't get a lot of opportunities in the passing game. Because um, like, you watch a lot of his stuff. He can run route. He runs routes very, very well. Um, a lot of people comparing him to Marshawn, Marshall Falk type. I just said, almost said Marshawn Falk. Marshawn Falk. Marshawn Falk. Marshall Falk. Marshall Lynch. Um, 
yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Um, definitely one of the best players in college football um, in 2021 and in 2022. Um, so, yeah, very, very uh, talented kid. Um, where do you think um, the best landing spot for Bijan Robinson is, Josh? And where do you think he's going to go? Do you think he goes top 10? Do you think he goes top 15? Um, I don't think he goes top 10. Uh, I don't think he goes top 15 either. I think he's really? later in the first round. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I just think the running back position has become so devalued. Um, teams are just not interested in taking a running back that early anymore. Um, uh, I don't know. There's yeah. some late There's some late top 10 uh, early like team picks. I mean, Atlanta... Yeah, um, I mean, I could even see if he falls to ten, where Philly's there. Yeah, I've and heard Philly it might be you know a possibility. Uh, Philly is one of those Atlanta weird ones. A lot of sense to me. Philly is one of those weird like teams, but they just use a lot of running backs. So it's like, do they waste the or waste? Do they use the pick on Bijan Robinson, or do they trade back? That's where I think you're going to see a trade there in Philadelphia. I just don't know if they really value that like kind of workhorse back mm-hmm. because they've kind of always at least in recent memory, have done the three-guy rotation with mm-hmm. Hertz, who's essentially another running back. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he falls. But uh, the 10 spot, yeah, I mean, like, I think Philadelphia will be fans, actually, but I'm yeah. thinking it out. But, um, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. Like, he's a tough one. Atlanta would probably be my guess. Yeah, it's, I mean, because you're seeing a, a lot of running back needy teams. And again, like what you said, Josh, is not wrong. Like teams aren't valuing running backs that high, but also there's not a ton of guys coming out of the draft like this dude. Like yeah, yeah. Barkley, top ten pick. Yeah. Zeke Elliott, top ten pick. Uh Fournette was a top ten pick. I mean, the guys who are truly, truly, truly like just above and beyond talented, those guys are going high. Where did Brees Hall go? Like, did he go in the first round last year? Did he fall to two? I know the Jets took him. I think he was late first round. Because didn't the Jets have like three? Yeah, they had a lot of picks. They got Garrett Wilson. Yeah. So he may have gone. He may have been late first round. Yeah, let's have our uh, producer look up where Brees Hall went. Because Brees Hall was a really great, like, talent too. But I mean, like, B. John Robinson, I think, is just on that, like, just a slightly different tier level. I think that dude is a freak of nature. Like, he was taken in the second round. Second round. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there was a top. I don't think there was a first round running back taken last year. But again, and Brees Hall's great. I mean, he came out great. But is Brees Hall on the same level, especially just as a prospect, as B. John Robinson? Prospect-wise, no. Yeah, I don't think so. I also <clears> look at it, too, just from a, a need standpoint and, and what teams are running back away from you know being a good team. And, and the list is short. I mean, I could see him going to the Commanders and pick 16. Um, still there. See, the Commanders, for me, like, I, I can see him going there and just, ruining him like oh no i don't disagree they just used to it's not they just use too many backs i mean for a fantasy standpoint him going to a team like atlanta or if the rams were to make a move because cam Akers is done um he played great but i think that he's going to be one of those guys that's one of those running backs who after draft day is kind of like what about the packers with their shiny new 13th pick oh you got aaron jones you got aj Dillon. that's true they would be foolish they would be foolish i think jackson smith and jigla if he's there is the pick for green bay or or uh lucas van ness the edge rusher from iowa um taking a running back for the packers would be absolutely foolish. yeah i forgot dylan was there too yeah you paid aaron aaron jones just a couple of years ago dylan's still on a rookie deal yeah i I mean i would love Bijan robinson to be there but i mean you've got a lot of 
you know, they've got some talent there. To I'm seeing people are saying that maybe the Lions will take Jackson Smith. Uh, it's possible. Now Jamison Williams missing half I don't want to. I, I get defensive player. Yeah. I don't think the Lions. Shore up the rest of the team. Yeah. I'm not going to do a quarterback, which I'm not going to do. Go. <clears throat> Yeah, we didn't even get into the news there about uh, old Jameson Williams. But uh, remember, NFL players, if you're gambling in your uh, team hotel, team turn off your Wi-Fi. Yeah, turn the Wi-Fi off, and they'll never catch you. Maybe, uh, I mean, it'd be a lot harder for them to catch you. Um, we're not sponsored by them, so unless they want to give us some free shoes. Yeah, bleep that out. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Um, but yeah, no, Bijan, for me, I think he's going to go top 15. I think he's going to go top 15. Who he goes to, I think it, I think it will be a trade-up. Um, but yeah, Philadelphia just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yep. Um, the Chargers, I mean, maybe, uh, with Eckler wanting out. But if Eckler's kind of trapped there now. Getting rid of Eckler or saving money on something like that. Yeah, and we'll see what happens with that. But, um, yeah, no, Bijan Robinson, clearly the best running back. Um, in the league, uh, like I said, I mean the the Patriots are a possibility, but the Patriots, same thing as yeah, Washington. The Patriots for me. always, just yeah, a million yeah. Same thing as Washington for me with them. I just, it's just, I don't know, just seems like it would just ruin him and just make him not as fun as he could potentially be for a, for a fantasy team. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, a lot of people got yeah the 14 pick there uh, right after the Packers go. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, the Packers also yeah that Utah tight end is up there too. Uh, guys, one more running back. Um, I'm going to talk about one more guy. If you guys have another guy that you'd like to bring up, uh, we can. But uh, Jameer Gibbs from Alabama, uh, absolutely phenomenal. Crazy huge runs this dude was uh, ripping off. Great receiver. Um, great route runner. Fun potential weapon for an NFL team. Uh, average, again, 6.1 yards per carry, just like Bijan. 926 yards, 7 touchdowns, 44 receptions, 444 yards, and 3 scores. Man, that would have been awesome if he got a fourth touchdown there. Um, crazy speed. Dude ran a 4-3. Um, hits the hole very, very fast. I just want to see that. I love saying it when they hit the hole fast. Um, great receiving ability. I, I mean, I just think he's the guy, kind of guy that could be uh, really fun for a team. Uh, some guys that uh, my comps, uh, Jamal Charles, uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, are kind of the guys that I'm comparing to. I think he's getting some Alvin Kamara uh, comps as well. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, where did he was he was in the transfer portal. He didn't play for Alabama. Was it Georgia Tech? Yeah, he played for Georgia Tech um, for a couple of years and then transferred over to Alabama. Um, yeah, uh, could be really fun. I see a potential late first round, probably more likely second round. Um, fun, smaller size is the, the one issue. Five nine, one ninety nine, one one pound off from that two hundred. Um, smaller dude. Um, where do you like this kid? Because I, I think he can make in like a Tariq Cohen like immediate impact, like a flex play immediate impact yeah. when he goes in. It just depends on where he ends up. Where do you think he's going to wind up, Josh? I don't know. I mean, I think you could make a lot of the same arguments for any of these teams that are going to be veterans that were running back. Um, you know, Buffalo would make some sense. Um, they're needing running back. Uh, possibly the Raiders. Uh, so after, um, uh, I'm sorry, who's your running back? <laughs> Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Yeah. After his you know season, uh, I think he keeps that. So I think they're I mean, not 
because I, I don't need to now. Uh, no, probably not. But I mean, hey, like you know, everyone thought he was out of town, and then he just led the league yeah. in rushing. You know, so I mean, I can't can't say that he's not going to have a good year. But but no, I I think your your description and comps of him are are really good. And, but yeah, I, I think it's sort of just whoever needs a running back, all these guys would make sense. What's What's Pittsburgh's running situation like? Mm-hmm. Najee Harris. Najee Harris is back. Who had a disappointing season, but it's still yeah good. shows flashes. Probably just with everyone. Um, and we'll get more into yeah. fantasy football rankings here. I was having a discussion uh, with someone on Twitter earlier today. I mean, right now he's probably my ten ranked running back, Najee Harris. Um, lots of talent there, so obviously you can turn that around, but. Yeah, I don't see Pittsburgh. I mean, honestly, I could. You know, again, Jameer Gibbs is not going to come. Pittsburgh has a lot of picks. Yeah, Gibbs is not going to be. And you get the Wombo Combo Alabama backs with with Najee and him, but Gibbs isn't going to be your you know every down pound. He's just you know the size just isn't there. You know, under two hundred pounds, five foot nine, definitely going to be more of like. But he's a playmaker. You know, he's the type of guy you want to get on the field, and he could be really, really fun. A really fun, uh, a really fun fantasy uh, prospect. Uh, any other uh, any other running backs that you guys want to discuss coming out? I had a couple guys. Um, one guy that's really interesting to me, kind of in a similar vein to Gibbs, uh, Tajay Spears, running back, running back out of Tulane. Running main. Uh, running main. Um, smaller guy, 5'11", 395, <laughs> but just insane numbers, 6.9 yards per carry, um, 19 touchdowns, but also a really great pass catcher. Um, so he's a guy, you know, I could see him making more of an impact on special teams, at least initially, but yeah. he's somebody to keep an eye on in my, in my mind. Absolutely, um, yeah. Just I'd given be. the elusiveness and, and his pass catching abilities, but uh, another guy, um, just because I love the name, Tank Bigsby. Okay, Tank, 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 Tank Bigsby. Um, big guy. Yeah, where did he play? Auburn. Pretty bad Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kind of a comp to me is like a David Montgomery, just a hard guy to bring down. Um, but I like him um, a lot as well. Uh, another name, uh, Kendra Miller, running back out of TCU. Um, 17 touchdowns in 13 games, uh, over 1,300 yards. Um, not a lot of receiving work, but um, you know, <clears throat> really good player. Uh, and, and, you know, I think there's a lot of Teams with in need of running back, uh, if people are interested. Yeah. Well, so like that. There's uh, a, oh, sorry, Alex. Uh, also, this, he he will go a lot later. Um, probably not until whatever Saturday on TV. But the another Kansas State little guy running back, Deuce Vaughn, five five, pretty fun. Yeah, there's a okay. So running backs are always hard in the draft because, like I said, you don't get a lot of them at the top. Mm-hmm. But these are the guys that are going to be taking other guys' jobs. These are guys: yeah. Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA, uh, Spears. Well, Spears probably he's again same thing as uh, Jimmy. It's weird because they're undervalued, but they're extremely valuable. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, and especially now, you know, now with the Ezekiel Elliott fiasco. With that contract, again, you're not going to see a lot of these guys get drafted super high unless they're just insane freakish talents like uh, B. John Robinson, who, again, in my opinion, is the best player in this draft. Um, but yeah, Kendra Miller from TCU, uh, Spears, Zach Charbonnet from UCLA, all had great co- great college seasons last year, and all of them will get drafted, and your Devin Singletary's, your Damian Harris's, your whoever's, 
these guys will be taking their jobs yeah. this season. So, I mean, they're going to go somewhere. They're going to get touches. They're going to make, you know, the names that we played with last year completely irrelevant. And that's how that usually goes. Uh, Old Miss kid, Zach Evans. But again, these guys are two rounds two to three and then three to five. That's where these guys yeah. fall. For me, Spears is a three to five guy. Does that mean he's not going to have any fantasy impact whatsoever? Absolutely not. But again, 5'10", what is he, 200 pounds or something like that? So essentially the same size as Jameer Gibbs. So um, I do see him falling more into just, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. playmaker, uh, you know, Tree Cohen, you know, get him out, get him in space type of player. Um, but yeah, three to five for me. I believe Syracuse had a running back that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Three to five for him, probably two. Sean Tucker, I believe is his name. Um, Bigsby, uh, he, yeah, for him, another three to five guy for me, another one. Um, six foot, 210, you know, but, you know, just a big, big bruiser back. Yeah, I think this is a bit of a cop out, but you know the the value of these guys for fantasy is going to be largely dependent on on what team they end up on in the offense, yeah, whether they're good or not. Yeah, uh, exactly. If you wind up on on the Chargers, that's a lot better than winding up uh, probably on the Raiders. Yeah, um, yeah, because I mean, like, like Deuce Vaughn, fun player in college, five five, one seventy nine. We've seen small guys. Darren Sproles has done it. Danny Woodhead's done it. If you can get like get your get get in and get your spot yeah. in, like that can happen. But yeah, always fun to see a little guy go on. Yeah, right. And yeah, again, he's gonna. I think he gets drafted. He's absolutely gonna get drafted. Rounds three to five for me. That was where he's gonna yeah. fall. Well, guys, uh, we're gonna go to a quick blurby thing, and then we're gonna talk about some wide receivers. How's that sound? A blurby thing. The final fantasy. And we're back, boys. Um, we've done wide receivers. We've done, or no, we haven't. We've done running backs. We've done quarterbacks. Now it's time for wide receivers. Um, number one pick. Uh, the number one wide receiver. I think overall, everyone is you know pretty safe in Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think that's pretty pretty safe bet. Um, six one one ninety six. Uh, great slot receiver. Um. Missed most of the season uh, with a hamstring um, here in uh, in 2022, but uh, 2021 dude lit it up. Uh, 95 receptions, uh, 1600 yards, nine touchdowns. Um, you know, third receiver in that 2021 campaign. This was their third receiver with 1600 yards and nine touchdowns uh, behind uh, Olave and Wilson. Olave, do we have we have ever figured out how to actually pronounce his name? It's Olave. Is it Olave? Didn't we, do, didn't we like... I think we did the whole thing, but and we, I forgot. we did the thing on the computer. Where, where we, the computer says it's like, Olave. Yeah. We're going to just have to have him on, and, and we'll get this all sorted out. Um, yeah. Uh, third receiver behind Olave and Garrett Wilson in 2021. Crazy stats. Uh, amazing Rose Bowl performance as well uh, in that Utah game. Uh Speed, athleticism, playmaking ability, uh, decent size, 6'1", 196. You know, he's not, you know, he's a slot guy, so he's not going to be, you know, you know, Terrell Owens or Randy Moss, big tall boy, but um, definitely all of the skill in the world. Um, for me, he's easy first-round pick. Where he goes, does he go in top 10? Does he go, I, like I said, the Packers did move up, but a lot of talk about that. Also, wouldn't it just be like, after all the years with Aaron Rodgers, and they never draft a quarter or running a wide receiver in the first round. Wow, I just said three different positions. They never draft a wide receiver in the first round, and then they trade him away to move up a pick, and then they take a wide they receiver. They did what? 
They haven't yet. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about that. <laughs> um, we'll save that for next week. But it would just be ice cold. Like I was yeah. just like, yeah. See, not only <clears throat> drafting a wide receiver. Oh no, no, no. we'll get wide receivers now. Yeah, not only drafting a wide receiver in the first round, but doing it with a pick that they got from trading you away. Yeah, ice cold. Also, pretty funny. Um, next guy, uh, Quentin Johnson out of TCU, uh, did participate uh, in the scouting combine. Um, sixty receptions, one thousand sixty nine yards, six touchdowns, um, six three two oh eight. This is your big outside dude. Um, lots of upside, um, stud wide receiver. Um, the guys who he's getting a lot of comps to are AJ Green and Julio Jones, which I mean, that's, you know, some pretty rare errors. Those are two pretty great receivers in their day. Um, maybe not as talented as those two, you know, right now, I think, mm-hmm. I'll, but I, you know, the, the size is, is there. Um, 40, 4, 4, 40, uh, 4, 5, I believe also, um, at his pro day. I think the, the one that they stuck with was the 4, 5. Um, for a guy his size, pretty good. Um, the dropping passes thing is a problem that he has. Um, been an issue. Um, but can, again, those levels, man, he can win it all, all three levels. Um, great after the catch, too. Um, smart receiver also. Um, size mismatch. 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 Yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, just a, an overall great receiver. Um, Quentin Johnson, Josh, where, where do you see old QJ going? Um, I could see him either kind of where I see it playing out in the Chargers or possibly the Ravens. Uh, I think he could both use a good wide receiver. Um, I think he's still around. Um, I think uh, you know, Jacksonville and New York pick him up, but I don't think he makes it out of yeah, I think he's talented enough as well. And, and there's a lot of good wide receivers in this uh, in this draft, but but I can definitely see. I, I definitely think he's going to be a first-time talent. And, you know, big-bodied wide receiver. We haven't seen any of them fail recently. Wink, wink. Um, but, yeah, I think he's a first-round pick. Um, so this is where you really do see the guys start to fall off here. Uh, Josh, do you got, you got any names at wide receiver? Uh, yeah. Um... Zay Flowers, uh, wide receiver out of Boston College, um, all ACC wide receiver, um, 78 receptions, over 1,000 yards. Um, yeah, um, just another guy that, that I like. Um, I can see going in the first round, but um, yeah, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of depth at wide receiver. Um, there's a lot of talent, so it'll just be, I think, a carousel with you know who goes to one of those four or five teams that I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, between the Packers, New York, Jacksonville, they all, I think, like to use those wide receivers. Yeah. This yeah. is a second round guy, but um, there's another tank, Tank Dell from what? Houston. Some uh, of the tanks in this Undersized, year. but had a great year, had 1,400 yards, 17 touchdowns, uh, gets a lot of separation, very fast. So he could be an interesting guy to look at in the second round. I like him a lot too. The second round wide receivers, man, like it's not a bad spot to pick some dudes up. You know, Christian Watson last year in the second round, uh, you know, didn't start out so hot, but definitely put a put a pretty decent season together in the back end. Um, but yeah, uh, Jordan Addison out of USC, uh, I think for me might be the last potential first rounder. I don't think he will. I think he will fall to the second, but. Uh yeah, four four speed. So you know, putting up the same you know. Johnson going above Addison. 
Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I have Quentin Johnson and Zay Flowers both going in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, thing with uh, yeah, the thing with uh, oh, no, I've already forgotten his name. Uh, Jordan Addison. Um, played with Kenny Pickett um, for you know a year there in Pittsburgh. Then last year transferred to uh, USC. Um, crazy, crazy sophomore season with Kenny Pickett. Was that Kenny Pickett? Was that him? Um, but here's some some comps here. So obviously three less games in 2021 than 2022. But 2021, 100 catches, uh, 1500, almost 1600 yards, 17 touchdowns. Um, last year in USC, 59 catches, 875 and eight. So definite drop off um, in production there. Um, Small frame dude too. Uh, that four four forty with a five eleven one seventy three frame isn't you know everything that you want to see, but it's game speed too. Definitely an explosive receiver, great route runner. So I can see Jordan Addison being the last one to go in the first round. I don't think he will though. I think he goes in the second. But other than that, you got Jonathan Mingo out of uh, Ole Miss, definitely in the two to three range there. Um, wide receiver uh, from Tennessee, Jalen Hyatt. Um, again, another two to three guy for me. Um, that North Carolina kid, uh, Josh Downs, oh, yeah. very similar to Addison and, you know, small frame, uh, not the most blazing speed, but a four, four, eight, you know, that's pretty, pretty, pretty fast, pretty fast dude. Um, and finished up his career in North Carolina with two, two 1000 yard seasons and more touchdowns, uh, his junior year than, uh, than his senior year. So. I think the Devonta Smiths and, and CD Lambs have been able to sort of you know, change the perspective on, on you know, undersized wide receivers yeah. so that they can still be not only effective but you know, very good. Yeah, contact this lamb actually. Uh, the Cowboys picked up his uh, fifth year option, so yeah. I mean, I think everyone in the world saw that coming though. But uh, boys, any other wide receivers you guys would like to discuss? Kayshawn Boutte, what of LSU. <laughs> That's another one. That's another one where if he does make a name for himself, we're gonna have some issues. Uh, we're gonna we just have to have to have him on talk about you know talk about how to pronounce his name correctly. And then he's gotta get those two tanks on too. Tank, tank, Maybe tank, 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 tank. What? Uh, any the, 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 no, no one more wide receivers for you fellows? No. Not not liking anybody else. Well, I, I guess I'll throw a question to you, Jonathan. Who do you think, from a purely fantasy perspective, uh, who do you think is going to be sort of the breakout? Uh, wide receiver is hard it's harder than running back because where are they going you know Jackson Smith and Jigbo right now a lot of talk that he goes to Green Bay cool you know I'm a Packers fan it'd be fun to see him go to Green Bay he's playing with Jordan Love who's never really you know he started one game I think in his entire career does it work out does it not work out I have no idea for me I think if you're just going purely on just talent I think you have to say Jackson um, but you know, I would probably put. It's really hard, man. Say Flowers is good. Um, just a lot of more undersized guys. Quinton Johnson, I think, could be a star if he goes to the right team. For now, I'll say Jackson Smith and Jigbo. I saw a, a mock draft. Um, adding those three wide receivers, that's not Smith and Jigbo, um, at the bottom of the first round. And like Zay Flowers to Kansas City, would yeah, be pretty huge, yeah. Well, I mean, because you're looking at them now, too, you know, uh, Kadarius Tony was there, didn't, you know, have that one touchdown and then just kind of vanished into thin air for the remainder of the regular season. 
Juju Smith-Schuster's gone. So, I mean, they are going to have to make some moves at wide receiver, and there are going to be guys there. And a lot of them we're talking about right now, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, and anyone playing with Patrick Mahomes could instantly become a star. So you're not wrong there at all. Well, guys, let's move on <clears throat> to the final position that we're going to talk about today, and that is tight, tight, tight end, dude. We love our big, beautiful boys. Big, big, beautiful, pass-catchy boys. Um, I also realized earlier that um, I pulled up, uh, I was doing some notes, and I started taking notes, and then I looked at some of these names, and I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, these people are all, they're all NFL players. I had 2022. <laughs> Up like I was doing like writing down information about Trey McBride and Greg Dulcich. I was like Greg Dulcich, like someone had him on the fantasy team last year. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I, I corrected my my stance, and uh, I've got two guys, um, three three potentials for me here, um, all of whom have first round talent. It is tight end uh, for me, Darnell Washington. I'm going to start with him because I have him as my fourth. Tight end, uh, Darnell Washington out of Georgia. I see him more as a two or third round, second or third round pick. Um, <clears throat> clearly could be absolutely fantastic. Um, massive dude, 6'7", 264, 4640 uh, at that size is absolutely insane. Um, you know, it's a great tight end room in Georgia, too. Brock Bowers is there also. Um, but... Uh, it's just, you know, absolutely fantastic. Uh, finished uh, the season, yeah, last year, 454 yards, two touchdowns. Again, that's in a tight room with another player. Um, so I do see him being a potential potential great tight end that could be a steal in the second or third round. But um, the guys that I think are better suited to be in first round uh, players, I'm going to start with Sam Laporta from Iowa. Um 58 receptions, 657 yards, and a touchdown, which if you watched that team play off... A touchdown, right? It was like yeah, five touchdowns. Exactly. That's, that's pretty spectacular. Yeah. Uh, the season prior, very similar. Uh, 670 in the yards department, 53 catches, three touchdowns that season. So, I mean, the kid is, you know, absolutely fantastic at the Combine. Also put on a great, great showing at the Combine. Little undersized, but I mean, you're coming off of the last guy we're talking about, six seven two sixty. This dude's six three two forty four, uh, two forty five, I believe. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of my only knock on him. Um, I think that he could be near the end of the first round. Um, team's going to be very, very, very happy if this kid falls to the second round um, and continues that you know Iowa trend of tight ends, you know, coming to the NFL, you know, very quickly becoming tight end. You, um, but yeah, it's. Uh, Quality tight ends this team has put out over the last few years. Um, Laporta, like, and it's harder to, to guess where tight ends are going to go, so I'm not going to throw that at you. But um, I'm going to let you guys take over. Um, who do you like? Who do you like between the two guys at the top? We got Dalton Kincaid at Utah, and we've got uh, Michael Mayer at uh, tight end. Michael Myers. Michael Myers, Notre Dame. Alex. Who's next, Freddie? I don't know. Who do you like? Who do you like better between these two guys, Alex? They're both incredibly talented. I mean, I I think Kincaid is a little higher on most boards because he is the more of the just like big pass catcher, like basically like uh, almost another big receiver. Uh -huh. um, you know, not the best blocking tight end, but like. The upside on his receiving is very, very high. So I think he's a little, he gets the edge a little bit um, over Meyer. But I think they'd both be good. I think they're both easily in the first round. Oh, yeah. I 
I mean, again, it's tight end, so tight, they can always fall to the second, but these two guys are probably two of the more fun. I mean, maybe not on the same level as Kyle, as Kyle Pitts coming out, but pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Josh, any hot takes on Michael Mayer? No, no. I, I, I have Kincaid pretty far ahead of both Myers and, and Laporta. I have those two pretty close in my in my view of him. But Kincaid is sort of, I think, pretty special to me for, for the yeah. tight end position. I think people are going to recognize that. Um, so, yeah, I, to me, I think Dallas is in need of a tight end. If Schultz gone, um, there's a couple other teams I could see him going in New Orleans. Where did Schultz go again? He's in Houston. Houston. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Have fun. Have fun, Dalton. Get to stay in Texas. Get to stay in Texas at least. Yeah, so Kincaid for me and both of these guys, both a little undersized uh, for blockers, but they're not going to come in as blockers. These guys are coming in for yeah. their ability to catch. Um, <clears throat> uh, for me, Michael Mayer is less athletic than Dalton Kincaid, but just a great pure receiving tight end. Um, again, both I think are going to be a little bit underwhelming in the blocking department, but hey, that's what you got coaches for, so coach those boys up. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, looking at some uh, Trey McBride last year in Arizona, for me, I like the two comparisons between him and Dalton Kincaid a lot, and uh, Michael Mayer, uh, kind of a Pat Fryermuth type uh, for me, um, you know, maybe not the most uh, flashy, not the most exciting. Um, real lunch boy. Yeah, real just easy. Clocks in, clocks out, you know, does his job, goes home to his kids and, you know, throws the ball in the yard and then sits in the chair and has a beer and wishes that his life were more Reads like the paper, that. Has, a, has his pipe. Yeah, fancy NFL tight end instead of this life that I've been given. Um, but yeah, I mean, this kid at Utah, I mean, dear God, it's, he, so he had the 2020 shortened season that he must have gotten like that red shirt thing for because he played like five years of college football, two 800 yard campaigns. Like Kincaid, I think, is definitely going to be the first tight end taken. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, tight ends are tough. You know, it depends on, you know, who's picking where, but definitely some teams gonna, are going to be looking at these two dudes. Well, guys, I just looked at the audience. Should we do kickers? Or... <clears throat> uh, kickers, you know, well, let's do kickers after the draft. No! Just to see if any are actually taken. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, that'll wrap up, uh, our kind of fantasy, uh, little, uh, draft perspective. Um, before we go though, <clears throat> um, I wanted to see, uh, I believe, did you guys write out a, uh, top 10 that you guys think is going to happen in this year's draft? I know I asked you to do it and you probably both didn't do it. You didn't do your homework. Well, um, we can just sort of. I can wing, wing one right now. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, let's just, let's, let's wing this thing. Let's, uh, uh, who do you guys think are going to, let's just do top five. Let's keep it simple, stupid. Uh, who, who do you think are going to be in your top, who are your top five picks right now? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's going to be Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. Um, I think that the Cardinals will take, um, a defensive player. I'm looking at this thing that says Tyree Wilson, even though I'm not sure. I think the Colts are taking Will Levis, and um, I don't know who the. Um, I think Seattle might pick Jalen Carter, um, but I also kind of hope the Lions pick Jalen Carter. Um, so it's the defensive players. I'm not as high up. I don't know as much. I yeah. Studied. No, that's 100 percent fine. 
All you gotta do is throw a name out there, kid. That's all you gotta do. Um, let's see what we got going for Joshy Boy. How you feeling, dog? Yeah, I think Bryce Young first to the Panthers. I think Stroud goes to the Texans. Um, I think Jalen Carter goes to Arizona. Uh, oh no, five would be Will Anderson because I didn't pick him yet. So yeah, Will, Will Anderson's Anderson out of Alabama. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Uh, <laughs> in Indianapolis, I think Indianapolis takes Will Levis. Um, okay. Four. And I think at five, uh, let's say. Will Anderson to Seattle. Will Anderson. Well, guys, uh, here's mine. I'm gonna get a little wacky with mine. Uh, I've got I've got Stroud at one. I got Bryce Young at two. All right. Then Arizona is going to trade the third pick to the Houston Texans. The Texans are going to have back-to-back -back picks in the top five. They are going to take Will Anderson Jr. with the third pick. The Indianapolis Colts are going to take Anthony Richardson, and then the Seattle Seahawks are going to take Jalen Carter. If Jalen Carter does not go number five to the Seahawks, he will go number six to the Detroit Lions. The Lions, but I don't think he's going to fall there. I think Jalen Carter goes five to the Seahawks. We will have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, we, I'm going to probably force you guys to watch the draft with me today, if you're listening to this podcast, because it's happening today. Wink, wink. You know it turns tomorrow. Uh oh oh yeah, that's it's happening tomorrow. So prepare uh, accordingly. Get your your foam get fingers. Your get your foam fingers ready. I I would go for the podcast if it was free or whatever. But um, well, guys, that will wrap it up. Um, I do have some funsies that I'm going to do for you guys. You thought you could get out of it, uh, just because this episode's running a little bit long. Um, this one's <laughs> going to be hard. Um, I'll just let you guys know that right now. Um, in the fact that you might not get anything past like 2019. Let's get it over with. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, since 1983, there have been 99 quarterbacks taken in the first round of the NFL draft. Now, I'm not going to go back to 1983, even though that one's probably more the easy one because like it gets LA, talked right? about all the time. L.A. Marino, yeah. Jim Kelly. Um, we're going to stick. Uh, recently. Um, so 2022, there was only one take, and we've already said that name. It was Kenny Pickett. Uh, so I'm going to go down, and I'm going to see if you guys can, who can tell me the most players taken in the last few drafts, okay? Now, 2021, there were a lot of guys, lots of quarterbacks taken, five to be precise. Uh, first overall, pretty easy to get. Since Josh has uh, been on the losing end of these, I'm going to let him start uh, and give him the easy one. Josh, Quarterbacks taken in 2021. Can you give me a name? Uh, let's see. Um, I hope you get it wrong in the first one. Hang on. <laughs> He's so funny. Uh, Kyler Murray. <sighs> in 2021. Incorrect. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence um, is the correct answer uh, as the first quarterback taken in uh, that draft. Uh, so now we're just going to stick with who was the first quarterback taken. Alex, who was the first quarterback taken in 2020? Was it Tua? It was not Tua. Josh, you want to go for the steal? Kyler Murray. Oh my god. Okay, Josh. <laughs> Alright, Josh. Just because uh, Alex has already has one point and it was on a steal, I'm going to give you one more chance at this one. He's already played in a Super Bowl. Didn't win it. Oh, come on. Oh, Jalen Hurts. 
Nope. Wait, what? <laughs> well, you both got it wrong. It was Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow. Jalen Hurts uh, was not uh, taken in the first round. Uh, 2019. 2019. <laughs> Alex, uh, this one should be easy. His name's been said like three times already. Alex, who was the first quarterback taken in 2019? Well, now I'm doubting myself. Um, doubting Thomas? Is it Kyler Murray? It is okay. Kyler Murray. Oh. <laughs> Josh, you said it like ten times. All right. Bound to be right eventually. Josh, you're not going to get this. If you couldn't get any of the others, you're not going to get this. Who was the first quarterback taken in 2018? 2018. The year, 2018. The year before Kyler Murray played for the same team in college, played for the same collegiate team as Kyler Murray just the year before. Ugh. I know the, this one. He needs oh, the help. Uh, Baker Mayfield. It is Baker Mayfield. Uh, we got to get him on the board. Of that one, I, I, that year, I agree with you. A lot of names. <laughs> All right. Uh, 2017. Now, 2017 was a controversial draft, Alex, for a lot of reasons. Who was the first quarterback taken in 2017? Would you give me a hint? Like you're giving him hints? Uh, the team that took him traded up a pick to take him. Traded up one pick. One pick. Was it um, Mitch Trubisky? It is Mitch <laughs> Trubisky. It is. Now, <clears throat> Josh, we all know Patrick Mahomes was taken number 10 in that draft. Who was who was the third and final quarterback taken in the 2017 draft? There was only three. Mitch Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes, and this guy. Very uh, controversial figure, to say the very least. Jordan Love? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Jordan Love was taken three years later in the 2020 drafts. <laughs> a little bit off. They all blend. All right, Josh. Uh, or Alex is up next. This is for the win. Alex, who was the first quarterback taken in the 2016 NFL draft? Quarterbacks went one and two in this draft. And yeah. I can give you a hint. Neither of these guys currently plays for the team that drafted them. Yeah. Well, I know who the two are, I think. But I don't <clears throat> remember the order, so I'm going to say Jared Goff. Jared Goff was the first quarterback taken in the 2016 draft. Carson Wentz was also yeah. taken. And a fellow we already brought up earlier, one Paxton Lynch, was drafted by the Denver Broncos and became absolutely turned nothing. to dust. Nothing. His face melted off and he disappeared. Uh, <clears throat> drank the wrong rail. All right, Josh, I'm going to give you one more, and you're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. If you do, it's worth 100 points because you're never going to get it. If you get it, you instantly win the round. In the year 2013, mm -hmm. there was only one quarterback taken in the first round. Shocking coincidence. And I think y'all don't know what else <laughs> Who was the quarterback taken? The one quarterback taken. And I'm even going to give you the team. He's not. <laughs> if I give you the hint, and he's still never going to get it. All right. I, Let's see. Do you have any idea who it is? I mean, I could make a guess. I'd probably get it wrong. But we'll give him the hint. Whatever. He was drafted by the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. 2013 draft known as one of the worst ones in recent memory. Josh Rosen. It is not Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen was taken uh, seven years later, I believe. Or yeah, you're you're this close. Uh, EJ Manuel. It was EJ Manuel. EJ. 
Exactly. I only would have gotten it because of the hints. Exactamundo. That was the weird, that was the, uh, one of the weirder drafts. Eric Fisher was the number one overall pick uh, from Kansas City. Uh, that was, th- those couple of years, there was the big concern that, like, maybe there aren't ever going to be good quarterbacks in the NFL again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a weird one. There were some good, Lane Johnson, who's still playing for the Eagles, was taken the four pick. Uh, the Lions took Ziggy Ansa. That didn't really work out. The Browns took Barkevius Mingo, who was, uh, I think, out of the league for a career. I think he went to New, York, or New England and was out of the league pretty quick after that. Actually, looking down, who's a pretty decent player? Sheldon Richardson? Starley Bailey? Jimmy Caro? There's easier names. Tyler Eifert in Cincinnati was okay for a while. Xavier Rhodes. There we go. Minnesota Xavier Rhodes. Um, guys, as always, I'd like to thank our uh, amazing theme song composer, Winter Volker, and the band Jack Hotel. You can find their music on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you find your music. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. We don't have that blue check thing because, like, I don't want to pay for it. And, like, I'm not a celebrity person. And, like, I just don't, want you, I don't want you to be bogged down with all of my uh, <laughs> hot takes. Uh, all the time, but you can follow us on Twitter at the FF Cast. Uh, we'll be doing some stuff during the draft, obviously making fun of some people. Um, Josh, Alex, as always. John, I'd love you. Thank you guys for being here and talking about this amazing thing that you guys love so much. It's my favorite thing of the year. Um, I'm also looking at this list. Uh, there was a guy named Kelly Stouffer who was drafted by the St. Louis Cardinals in 1987, and now he's my favorite quarterback of all time. Well, then he made those frozen meals. He sure did. He made a name for himself. Keep on fantasying. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.